This is Inside Purple and Gold. Talking Vikings, Bears, Sunday, noon, U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, we will, Dane and a special guest will discuss it, actually, um, after Sunday's game. I will not be on Sunday's episode. Dane will f- have a special guest to be announced, who that is, uh, breaking <laughs> down the action, whether the Vikings win or lose Sunday against Chicago. Dane, let me ask you this, though. Is it a lock that Minnesota wins Sunday's game? Uh, because we see the Bears, we see like the lack of a passing attack. Um, it, it looks like they can't score more than 14 points. Uh, so what do you see, though, out of this? Like, is, is it loser-proof for Minnesota? It sure looks like it, but it's always hard to, like... I'm not from Minnesota. I got here 12 years ago, but I feel like a Minnesotan at this point. It's hard to live in Minnesota and just, like, assume that anything is a victory, especially, like, against the Bears. Like... Generally, the Vikings have played pretty well at home against the Chicago Bears. The Bears are terrible this year. That offense is an abomination. I don't think the defense is very good either. It sure feels loser-proof, but I don't know. Like We are a pick six from Cousins away from the Vikings chasing it all game and and not being able to catch, catch it. So... Yes, logic would say this is loser-proof. Logic would say Jefferson's going to have a pretty good day against that cornerback's group that is lacking. Um, Dalvin Cook might have a bounce-back day against a a front seven that is lacking. And honestly, like the defense, as bad as they are, as, as underwhelming as they've been this season, should have a pretty good day against Justin Fields in an offense that is extremely lacking. So... Nothing about the Chicago Bears scares me. The only thing that would scare me from a Vikings perspective heading into this game would be like the propensity to shoot yourself in the foot. That like sometimes Kirk Cousins does throw a pick six. Sometimes the offense does sputter. Um, I think you're going to really have to go out and lose this game for the Vikings because I don't think the Bears are going to take it at all. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, It's going to have to be like, if the Bears are to win this game, it's going to be something funky. Like the pick six is perfect. A fumble six, something like that. Um, maybe the Bears take a punt back to the house. Like these like games, like where you see bad teams beat good teams is like these massive momentum plays that um, are not like defense versus offense, just dominating the game. Like it's fluky kind of feeling. And I think that's how this one will have to play out. Like Minnesota hasn't been awesome. The Bears have been horrendous largely um they played in a monsoon and one and then they barely beat the texans at home and the texans are terrible um yeah that's like the interesting thing to me is the vikings defense here because we've seen like the the soft coverage and giving up a ton of yards and just kind of living through not giving up touchdowns basically uh but this bears offense can't move the ball so like i'm wondering do we see the same approach defensively and if so, like, do the Bears try to take some advantage of that? Do they try to let Justin Fields rip? Because every quarterback has had no issue uh, moving the ball down the field against this defense, just taking eight, 10 yard routes, um, crossing routes over the middle, like incredibly soft, easy throws. This would be a great week for the Bears to try to get Justin Fields some confidence, get him going if Minnesota is going to play like this. But I'm not sure they'll do that. They might just say, hey, the Vikings are bad against the run. Um, let's just pound David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert 40 times. Um, I think that would be to Minnesota's advantage. We'll see if they kind of unleash Justin Fields on this defense. Um, I don't know. He might make a ton of mistakes. And frankly, though, like if you're Chicago, 
this is your time to get an answer on Justin Fields. Like, put him up against this defense, this coverage, and say, like, can you move the ball some? And if not, then we already have our answer for next season. Like, this is a great audition for him, I think. Yeah, the the Vikings aren't going to blitz him. Like, you asked, do you think the Vikings will change their scheme because they're playing such a bad offense? No, I do not. I don't think Ed Donatel will change his scheme at all this year. Um, I think if he were going to make some tweaks, we would have seen it through the first month of the season. I think he's willing to live and die with like, let's bend, let's not break, let's figure it out later. Um, the personnel is what it is. I'm not sure the Bears will will take advantage of that because I don't know if Eberflus and and, and Luke Getze and, and that crew in Chicago trust Justin Fields to make those throws. The Vikings defense, as we've talked about, is predicated on making the quarterback continuously make the play that they have to make. I don't know if Justin Fields can do that. Like, like his biggest play of the season so far was in the monsoon. He ran around for like 25 yards in the backfield and, and like flung a pass to, I think it was Dante Pettis. Like he yeah. was wide open because of this, of a scramble drill when, and, and the San Francisco 49ers lost him. Justin Jeff or Justin Fields, I'm sorry, has not really shown the ability to, to march down the field, to move the ball with any sort of regularity, but you're right. Like if he can't do it against this Vikings defense, who is not going to pressure him, who is going to give him those underneath routes, who's going to give him the 12 yard in over the middle or the 15 yard dig across over the top, all for not like losing guys downfield, all for keeping everything in front of them. If, if Justin Fields can't, move the ball this week yes that's it's a concern um regardless of the weapons you have around you regardless of the fact that your offensive line sucks and that your best weapon is probably darnell mooney who like i don't know like does that dude even really exist like you still have to be able to move the ball against this vikings defense who is giving up more yards than almost every team in the league Uh, say what you want about the points they are giving up so many yards per game like you have to be able to move the ball if you're justin fields and this is in the same respect, like for the Vikings defense for the pass rush, it's like, okay, this team gives up like the highest act percentage in the NFL. And part of that is a terrible offensive line. And part of that is Justin Fields having no pocket presence and not being yep. decisive on making throws. Like those two combined have been her- horrific uh, together. Like it's, it's like the worst combination ever. So you've got to get home, even if that takes some time or whatever. Um, if you don't have three, four sacks in this game, like, that's never going to happen again. Like we just say like this team will never ever get pressure home because this is the time to do it at us bank stadium. When it gets loud, you know, like communication issues, whatever, like this is a recipe for Daniel Hunter to have two sacks. Where does Darius Smith to have, you know, one and a half sacks for di- different guys to get home and just have a field day because everybody else has against Chicago. You shouldn't need to send pressure. Frankly, the Vikings game plan, should be perfect for Chicago. Like that should be, this should be the, the ideal defense that you throw at the bears. And it's what you do every single week. You guys have got to get home in this game. Like, if not, like we'll sound the alarms of like, okay, they're never going to pressure anybody ever. Um, and, and that's what it is offensively for the Vikings. Uh, this is a decent bears defense, frankly. Uh, so another good test, I think just to see like, okay, are we seeing strides? Um, is there any continued growth? Um, there should be, frankly, I think um, it's it's a good, not like great unit. Yeah, it's it's a chance to, even if the steps aren't 
big and giant. Like it's a it's a chance to take another step forward. They've taken steps forward, like we said, from week two to three, from three to four. Let's see if they can take a step forward from four to five. All right, uh, let's get into the purple prop party. Uh, first, we'll do a prop, and then we will do our game picks. Dane, DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, what is your favorite player prop this week? Justin Fields, his over-under on passing yards is 161.5. I am going to take the under. Okay. Um, the Vikings' defense so sad. has tempted me to want to take the over. Because I do think that the defense, there's going to be, a, they're going to remain in their shell. There's going to be a lot of open spaces to throw into. I just don't think Justin Fields is very good. I'm taking the under. Um, he's only hit that over mark once this this whole season. It was last week. Um, he had like a 58 yard throw to 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 Darnell Mooney that that really buoyed his stats last week as far as passing yards go. I think he's going to be under that number. Um, and 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 more because of him and less because of the Vikings defense. All right, I'm going Greg Joseph over one and a half field goals made. Uh, coming off of five field goal week last week, I think this Bears defense, I think the Vikings will move the ball, but it is a good defense as we discussed. I think the Bears will also give the Vikings some troubles punching the ball into the end zone. Um, we'll see if Minnesota can correct its red zone issues from a week ago. I just think that Greg Joseph is going to have opportunities again in this game. Uh, it's only like... I think minus 145. So not a great payout on this. Like it's definitely the betting favorite for Joseph to go over that one and a half mark. But I think that's a near lock. Yeah, uh, the Vikings red zone offense, not that good, right? Like, so no, that's an area where they've got to make a stride. Um, so Joseph should get his chances. All right. Uh, game picks. The Vikings are seven point favorites in this game per the DraftKings Sportsbook. Over-unders at 44. Dane, what is your score prediction? I think they cover this week. Um I, I have them right around, like, I, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think we'll, we'll hit the under. I, I, I see it at, like, 17-10. Or like, so it's a push? That would be a push, I guess. So, um, I don't think it's going to be, like, a, a blowout by any means. Um, yeah, that would not be a cover. So, bet, bet for the Bears to cover. Or bet for a push. I don't know what I'm saying. 17-10. And uh, I've lost my mind. I, I just, I don't think this is going to be like an overly impressive win, but I think the Vikings will pull it out. I've got 24-13 Vikings. I do have a cover. I think this is one of those weeks where we can finally, like it can be more convincing um, and maybe feel a little bit better about the defense, though that might have to do with the Bears offense. Uh, but I think the Vikings punching punch in a few more times. Um, I'm going to go 23, 13. Cause otherwise I don't think I'm paying my field goal over. Uh, so we're going to go 23, 13. Um, <laughs> with Greg Joseph. Can tell, we put a lot of thought into, into these score predictions. Yeah. Score's it's tough, a, man. It's an it exact random. It's on the fly for sure. Uh, Greg Joseph, 23, 13, he kicks in three field goals. Uh, Minnesota punches in a couple of touchdowns and we walk away saying like, well, that didn't come down to the wire and the Vikings are a little bit more convincing. And maybe we change our thoughts about this team. Um, and Minnesota moves to four and one, which, um, you know, we'll have it right near the top of the NFC standings. All right. Uh, come back on Sunday. Listen to Dane and his special guests to be announced. Break down all the action um, as Minnesota, the after effects of Minnesota's game Sunday against Chicago at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, for Inside Purple and Gold, this has been Jace Frederick and Dane Mizutani. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.